Hello, friends. I'm so glad that you're with me today. We are talking about waiting on the Lord, Him renewing our strength, mounting up with wings like an eagle, and then running and not being weary and walking and not fainting. That's what I want to talk to you about today is running and not being weary and walking and not fainting. But before we begin, I want to read you a testimony of a woman who received healing by listening to the word of God online. She says, Dear Pastor Denise, almost a year ago, a pulp in the uterus was found on ultrasound. I was not yet saved and I was told to have surgery, but due to the pandemic, operations were not performed and it was very difficult time psychologically for me. I went to several doctors, passed tests. I was broken, a lot of tears, anxiety, and fear. It seemed to me that everything was very terrible and I was afraid of surgery because my husband and I did not have children yet, and they said it would affect me having children. I had to go to the surgery, but the Lord chose a different path for me. He took me to his doctor, to the great physician. I repented, accepted salvation, and trusted the Lord. The Lord led me in a wonderful and amazing way. And every time I was in doubt, the Lord calmed me down. I listened to many sermons in the church and constantly asked and prayed for healing, listening to the preaching. And I took part in the healing service. We had a healing service and she was watching online and my faith has been strengthened. And recently I was on a control ultrasound before the operation and there was nothing. She was going to have the operation and they had her on an ultrasound and they couldn't find anything. She says, I am healed. Praise the Lord. She's filled with gratitude. She said to the Lord, well, that's the power of our God. That's the power of our God. I just love him. You know, one reason that that testimony touches me so much is because she was so worried and she was depressed and she was afraid because of that pulp on her uterus. And she didn't know she's going to be able to have children or not. And in Jesus' compassion, sickness tries to steal our life. John 10.10 10 says the thief came to steal, kill, destroy. But I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. Well, sickness was trying to steal her life, to, to steal her joy, her peace, even having a child. But Jesus came with his spirit and he absolutely removed that polyp from her body. He gave her her life back. I love that. He loves us so much. He wants to give us life and life more abundantly. And when he touches us with his miraculous healing power, he's giving us our life back. 
Well, it's my privilege to be with you today. And if there's any way that we can pray for you, please let us know. And if you experience a miracle or touch from God in these programs, please let us know that too, because we want to rejoice with you. Well, today we were going to talk about the Isaiah 40, chapter, chapter 40, verse 31, uh, that waiting on the Lord renews your strength, mount up on wings as an eagle, and this next part, you can run and not be weary, and you can walk and not faint. So, I want to begin with... God is with us whether we're running or we're walking or we're mounting up with eagles. He is perfect for whatever situation you're facing. Let's say that right now you really are running. Your schedule is just ridiculous. You hardly know how to do what it is that you're supposed to do. Your res responsibilities are so big and you're running. But I want you to know you don't have to be weary because the spirit of God lives in you. Let me explain. In J James 1, 4, it is such a powerful verse. It is so powerful. And I love that we have this promise in James chapter one, verse four. And you're going to see what I'm talking about. It says, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Well, this uh, word patience is really not the word patience. It's the word endurance. Maybe you've experienced in this in your life. You're facing something that's very difficult. You don't know how you're going to get through it, but you don't quit. And those who don't quit win. And you're tempted to quit, but you stay in there. Well, what happens according to the word of God is the supernatural power comes it's called endurance. And just when we're about to give up, I mean, we're pressing so hard, but we feel like we're about to give up. This power called endurance comes in to help us complete and keep running and not being weary, not giving up. You know, the Apostle Paul, when he was in the uh, Roman prison and wrote the book of Philippians, which is called the book of joy. Now this prison was absolutely horrible. Historians say that this prison was, uh, had lots of sewage in it. So he's standing in sewage and death all around him, rats climbing on the sewage. I mean, it's a horrible place. And he's writing the book of Philippians, the book of joy. And in the book of Philippians, the word joy, rejoicing, joyful. In that book, it's four chapters. In that book, the words joy, joyful, or rejoicing are in there 19 times. 19 times. You know, the Apostle Paul, 
being in this horrible situation. You can read, read Philippians today because it says that he chose to live. He said, I can go and be with God and it would be far better, better, but I choose to be here and serve you. But in that choice, that choice, he had to push through and his partner was endurance. And I'm saying that to you as you're pushing through your partner is endurance. It's not loneliness. It's not fear. It's not, it's not, I can't do this. It's endurance. Endurance has joined himself, herself with you and going to push you right through to the victory that you are headed for. That's the power of endurance. That's the power of the Holy Spirit on, on the inside of you, causing you to be able to run and not be weary. Hallelujah. This spirit of God can help you run and keep running and not be weary. Well, the next part of that verse says that you can walk and not faint. Well, I was thinking about walking and I thought, well, the Bible's called that this walk that we're in is called with him is called a walk of faith. And what are some things that we need in our walk of faith? Well, one of the things that we need in our walk of faith is that we need to keep loving one another. And I want you to look at Philippians chapter one and it's verse nine. And this is amazing verse. And of course, again, here's the the apostle Paul writing this in this horrible prison cell and he's and he's enduring his partner is endurance partner is the power of the Holy Spirit and he's writing this verse it says and this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and in all discernment okay As we're walking this walk of faith, it's a walk. I mean, we've already described the, on the wings of the eagle. We've already described that. Uh, We've already described being renewed. He renews our strength. We've already described walking. I mean, running. But now we're talking about walking. It's an everyday, you don't everyday fly. You don't everyday run but every day we're walking walking by faith doing the same thing maybe over and over again seeing maybe the same people facing maybe the same uh challenges over and over again with difficult people if there's difficult people in your life maybe you have to face that day in and day out it's your walk and In our walk, we need to keep loving one another, okay? It says, I looked this up, and it says about loving one another, it says, 
Don't stop. Overflow in this love. Abound in this love. Keep progressing in this love so that when difficult situations come, you will have the proper response. Now, if, if we give up in those difficult relationships and we don't recognize the power of love that's on the inside of us, we're talking about walking, just daily walking in your faith. Inside of you, the Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, that the love of God, the very love of God, has been poured, poured out over your heart by the Holy Ghost. So you and I can't say, well, I can't love that person because they're too difficult. Because the Bible says that the love of God, the very love of God, the, the God kind of love, the love that he loves us with, that love has been put in our hearts to love one another. And Philippians chapter 1 verse 9 is saying we need to abound in this love. We need to overflow in this love. Not stop, not give up, but continue to grow in this love so that we can have the proper response when the difficulties come. And you've probably already had difficulties. I've already had difficulties. But I've seen the love of God raise its powerful head and, and dictate what was going to happen in that situation. It was a daily walk, daily relationships, but we're called to walk by faith in those daily relationships because the Spirit of God, if we depend on Him, He's going to enable us to keep walking and keep loving. Okay, another thing that uh, this walk of faith is, the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, you can't see God. You can't see the Holy Spirit. Now we can't see Jesus. People who lived when Jesus lived, they saw Jesus, but you and I can't see Jesus. And when Jesus was, had risen from the dead and Thomas put his hands in the holes in his uh, hands and he put his, Thomas put his hand in the hole in Jesus' side, he said, oh, now I believe. And Jesus said, it's good that you believe and you've seen but blessed are those who haven't seen and believe. That's you and me. We have not seen, but we believe. And there's a woman in the Old Testament, and she hadn't seen either, but she believed. And that was Moses' mother. The reason I want to talk to you about Moses' mother or Moses' parents it's because the Bible says that when Moses was born, that he was a, a beautiful child. They knew something was special about this child. 
And they did not obey the law. They did not kill this child because there was a law at that time that if a, bo a little boy was born, they immediately had to kill the child. Well, they did not obey the law. They kept this child, Bible says, for three months. And I've thought about that, friend, for three months. They didn't have any assurance that they wouldn't be killed because they disobeyed the law. Or if they were killed, then, of course, Moses would be killed. They didn't have any assurance. They couldn't see God. But they believed. She believed. She didn't let go. Then she uses her faith even more, which is amazing to me. Because they couldn't hide Moses anymore. He was, he was three months old. And so they put him in the little basket. And they, they put him in this basket. And they had tar around it so water wouldn't get into it. And they put this basket in the Nile River. And released that basket. The mother said to Miriam, the older sister, said, watch the basket and see where it goes. But you see what? Her faith. She had to release that little child. That took a lot of faith. And she couldn't see God. What's God asking you to do that takes a lot of faith? You can't see him. I can't see him. Jesus said we're blessed if we believe and we haven't seen. But we have inside of us the spirit of God. And he is producing that faith in us to daily walk, to keep walking, to not give up. Don't, don't give up on your faith. Every day, every day, every day, use your faith. It's a daily walk. It's a walking. It's a walking and not giving up. And it's a walking and using your faith, just like Moses' mother did in such a great way. You know, in our walk of faith every day, sometimes you may have to ignore what somebody says. For you to keep walking, you might have to ignore what they said. And I want you to, if you've got your Bible, turn with me to 1 Samuel, and it's chapter 17. And it's talking about when David is going to face the Goliath. Well, David, you know, he just, he was just told to bring some cheeses and some bread down to his brothers. He doesn't even know about this giant. But when he sees this giant, he starts asking, what is the reward for the one who kills this giant? Well, his brother, his older brother, the oldest brother, he hears David asking about the reward. And this oldest brother in verse 28 of 1 Samuel chapter 17 says, he heard what uh, David was saying to the men and he got very angry and he said against David, why did you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and your insolence of heart for you just came down here to see the battle. Well, 
David could have really taken offense at that or really been discouraged because this is his older brother. This is somebody in authority over his life. And now his older brother is putting him down and saying, who did you leave those few sheep with in the wilderness? He's demeaning him. He's putting him down. But what does David do? I love this. Verse 30 says, then David turned from him. What did David do? In his walk of faith at that moment, he ignored what his brother said. For us to keep walking and not faint, we might have to ignore some things that people say or people do. They might not be so supportive of you or your dream or your desire or even of your person. They might not care about you and they might say whatever they want to say. And we have to make the decision in our walk of faith and not faint. Maybe we have to ignore it. Maybe we just have to say, you know what? That was a lie. I just heard. I am not letting that go inside of me. And I am going to keep walking in my walk of faith. And I am not going to be weary. Maybe you just need to ignore some words. Now, David, he had another opportunity because he came to Saul. David came to Saul and David said, I will take down this giant. Well, Saul says, you can't do that. You're just a boy. You can't do that. And sometimes in our walk of faith, to not faint, maybe we don't need to ignore. Maybe we need to speak. And David spoke up. And when Saul said, you can't do that, David said in verse 34, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it and I struck it and I delivered the lamb from the mouth. And when it rose against me, I caught it by the beard. I struck it and I killed it. Verse 36, your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. David said to Saul, he said, I will take this giant down. Saul said to David, you can't do this. Saul, in, David, in his walk of faith to not faint, spoke up and said, I will do this. And I'm saying to you, friend, in your walk of faith to not become weary, there are times you probably need to speak up. Devil lies. Maybe somebody else says something and you say, you know what? That's not true. I'll tell you what the truth is. You might need to speak up. David, so David speaks up. He ignores his brother. You might have to do that sometime. He speaks up against, against Saul. Saul says, you can't do this. David says, yes, I can. And then when the giant, he faces the giant, the giant says, I'm going to feed you to the birds of the air and your body to the beast of the field. And you know what David says? 
David says, you come to me with a sword and a spear, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. David spoke up in his walk of faith for him not to be weary. He had to ignore and then he had and then another time he had to speak up. You might have to do the same thing in your daily walk instead of receiving the lies and the discouragement from the enemy. Maybe you just have to ignore what he says. Maybe if somebody comes along and says something to you, you'll never, you'll never succeed. You'll, you'll never win. Your brother didn't win. Your mother didn't win. You're a failure just like them. You may have to ignore it. You may have to speak up. You may have to say, you know what? I'm not my brother. I'm not my mother. I am me. God has given me his spirit and I'm going to do what he said I'm going to do. And you can just stand there and watch me. You may have to speak up, but in your speaking, you're gaining the strength of God. You're agreeing with the spirit of God and you're walking out your walk of faith and you won't become weary. Oh, friend, this has been amazing talking about the power of waiting on the Lord, him renewing our strength, us mounting up with wings as eagles, us running, receiving endurance and not and not being weary and walking and not fainting. That is God's will for us by the power of the Holy Spirit that he's given us. You and I can do that. Thank you so much with, for being with me. Please let us know how we can pray for you and I'll see you next time. All of us want our relationships to grow and improve. For example, don't you want your marriage to be in better shape than it is right now? Even if things are going well, you probably see areas where it could be improved right? In this candid 16-part series, Denise Renner hilariously and compassionately reveals areas where all of us can do better in our relationships and especially in our marriages. Sometimes little changes make big differences. Titles in this series include, Help! My mouth is making trouble for me. Who is in control here? My mouth or me? I thought I was supposed to change it. Help me, Lord. I need to forgive. I thought I had already reached my forgiveness quota. Rick Renner says, this series is so awesome. Every person will laugh their way to transformation as Denise candidly addresses areas where we can all improve. This life-changing 16-part series is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $25. We are also offering you Denise's companion book, who Stole Cinderella for just $15 with genuine warmth and candor. Denise recounts the journey of her own struggles in marriage and the unique insights she learned along the way to attaining emotional health and happiness. Your life will be enriched by biblical wisdom as Denise sheds light on your path to happily ever after and shows you right where to begin again if you've lost your way. Don't miss this special offer, the entire 16-part series, School of Cinderella, and the companion book, Who Stole Cinderella? Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.